0: Give them a hello, hello, and welcome back, my fine Yankee Yids, my fine Yid Nation and global community everywhere. It's been far too long. I'm so excited to be back. I, we got a small crew today. It's just myself and my good friend, Matt. We're talking about everything that we got coming forward. We're talking about everything we've missed. It's been a while. We've been on summer break. Matt has. How has your summer been? How are you doing?
1: Good, All good man. You. Yeah, I've been working. Glad to see you know some COVID restrictions lighting up, and hopefully there we're go. on the back end of it. Um, you know, just living the American dream.
0: <laughs> there we go. Yeah, no. Glad to see everyone kind of going out. I know we got masks and everything coming back. It's not the point of this show, so we don't really care to talk about it too much. Me and Masker. Me and Matt are socially distant on opposite sides of the country because we know how Matt is with his showering and his Uh. (laughs) deodorant.
1: Religious user.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. But no, so we have a lot to talk about. Our boys are back in action. We got a few transfers. We got new jerseys. Uh, We got all this stuff. But I'm going to start the conversation first with this The most exciting news for me, I don't think anyone in the Tottenham world cared or was on the same side as me, but our listeners, and I know you know this, Matt, that I am so, so excited for our new head coach, Nuno Espirito Santos, the Holy Saints, he's here, come on, the Holy One, very excited. Again, as I at least saw online and heard from everyone else. I was the only person who was excited, but God damn it. I should have bet on it. Cause I would have made so much money. <laughs> I got a lot yeah, to I'm say. But what are your thoughts on our new coach, Matt?
1: Um, first thoughts. I'm last not. Week. Yeah. So initially I, um, I wasn't excited to see us play like his wolves team. Um, I, I will say I'm, I'm very happy with his, demeanor and professionalism and uh, all of his interviews and everything, he seems like he's buying into the Tottenham mentality. I don't know if you saw uh his interviews from the other day. He's you know yes. talking about like what's your favorite thing so far? And he's yes. like, you know, to dare is to do, you know, and he's like it's yes. going around in my head. So I I initially I was apprehensive and uh after watching a couple of the preseason games and seeing his personality, you know, maybe I'm wrong. And you know, I'll be glad if I'm wrong. So Yep,
0: you, you will be. Sorry, I just thought of a new uh, item we need for next year. But uh, we'll oh, talk perfect. about it next year by the end of this. Yes, but back to Nuno. I'm extremely excited. I'm excited to see our team play like his Wolves team for the last three years or two years, however, however long they've been in there. But, uh, yes, you know this. I screamed about it the second we fucking lost Jose. Um, I'm extremely excited. I've always been a fan of Wolves, of the players he brought in, of what he got out of them. I mean, truthfully, that Wolves team, even when they were in the championship, had five star players, grade A players, and future talents. Their team, you know, if they don't stay at Wolves end up going to Liverpool and other really good teams. I mean, and the fact that they were bringing in, again, one of my favorite players, Adama Traore. It's summertime. We can talk about him freely. Um, but also, you know, Jota, Neves. I mean, their goalkeeper, Patricio. We'll talk about, you know, a lot more about Nuno, Nuno um, and his teams. But I'm excited for him. I'm excited for the way he plays. And uh, But something you were just saying with his demeanor so far, I've never really listen to him talk that much other than when we're about to play them but i have really liked his demeanor i think it's 180 degrees different not in a bad way or good way but different than jose Mourinho. uh kind of pochettino-esque but i think even different from poch you know i think his english is good he knows what he wants he he doesn't like the media is one thing a few wolves fans i've heard say like he he would, like, turn on the media sometimes or just be cold towards them, which I don't care. That's what I want from a manager. Fuck the media. You know, know what's important. Let's win games. And that's what he did. So I- I'm very excited for uh, for Nuno coming in.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, well, I hope you're right. You know, like, at the end yeah. of the day, like him or hate him, you know, he's our manager. So I'm going to back him no matter what.
0: Um. So one question I just thought about with him coming in, how do you feel about our first match against Man City? And how hard will you judge him after that match? Like, what is the bar at that time? And what are you going to, you know, do to him depending on,
1: you know, how we, how we do um, I, I don't expect us to necessarily win that game. So I'm not going to hold it against him personally. Um, okay. Difficulties arising with the game, right? Kane won't be available due to his uh, time in the offseason. Um, okay, we're which will hurt that. us.
0: Yeah, we will talk about that
1: next. Well, I mean, I, yeah, I, I'm just saying, you know, there's going to be some extraneous factors that are going to hurt us more than they're going to hurt City with like the yeah. depth of the bench and stuff. And you know, Pep's been there for quite a while compared to us coming in with a brand new manager. There's a lot stacked against us, so I'll be ecstatic if we win, but I I don't have any high expectations either. Yeah. Yes.
0: Okay. Yeah, no, I, I fully agree. It's gonna be, um, it's gonna be a tough one. I mean, it's the most difficult match of the season, and they give it to us first match of the season. I I don't know why, but I mean, I understand ratings. Maybe it's just a pick, random pick of the draw. And you always want to, you always want a good game the first uh, first week, like the yeah. Premier League does. Um, I don't count us all the way out, but you know that I'm like a optimist, like hopeless, optimist yeah. to the end. So. I don't count us out really. I count a lot of things that I don't like I don't like to talk about them cuz I'm like it's all about superstition, but us being the underdogs, us having a new coach to me, that works in our favor, and us being Spurs having little things like that that works in our favor. If we were going in this as a as a possibly going to win it, I mean that never works for us. <laughs> um so I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, we'll talk about the preseason matches, how we've been playing so far, possible transfers, um and, and get back to this game a little bit more. But as far as judging Nuno, I definitely agree with you like I don't I mean, I'm going to I'm going to give him all the time in the world. But uh I won't be judging him hard after the first game. I don't think anyone should be. Obviously, it's it's Man City. But if it's something where we it's nil-nil to the very end, and then they score us at the very end. He's going to get
1: thrown, you know, to the galley so fast. People are going to be like, yeah. you blew it! <laughs> <laughs> I, I really hope not, because, uh, you know, it's it's going to be... It's going to take some time for him to, you know, get his uh, vision onto the pitch. And, you know, really I take think, effect, so...
0: One thing I'm definitely excited about, you know, going with him, opposed to some other options, um, just the idea that it will take him time with Tutnam. But for the most part, he's played Pep Guardiola, Guardiola for you know the last three seasons. Really? Uh, yeah. He's beaten them, I think, two times. You know, um, so if he can get it right with our team, he m- maybe has the formula to beat uh, you know a Man City squad. Mm-hmm. How,
1: how, uh, how you're going? Yeah how how do you did you watch any of the preseason games?
0: Uh, yes, I saw about a like. I saw seventy percent of all of them.
1: Okay, cool, cool. So, like, what are your thoughts going uh, forward with with Nuno on the pitch so far? Like, how how do you feel he's done? Um, I feel like
0: more so you haven't really seen much of a, a real structure that is like his structure. It feels like he's more so putting out the best players in the best positions and just kind of letting them letting them get a jog and get like back into like rhythm. I don't think you've seen much of Nuno. Um, As far as the team, Lucas has been great. You know, like the the players up top who are five-star players now playing teams two divisions lower than them, they score. (laughs) That's good. Um, I'm glad people are scoring. Um, I think our defense has – obviously there's no change to our defense. It's it's players who have been alone and young players and then Eric Dyer. I mean, we lost Toby – um he wasn't playing anyways, but you know, so like the defense, there's no structure. We have ch- child goalkeepers in just to to put a goalkeeper in. um so i don't I don't think I've seen much of Nuno's actual like fingerprints on this uh preseason yet what do you what do you think? Do you think we've seen much from him or do you like what you've seen?
1: I hope that we've seen things that he'll continue to do. Um, him really letting. You know, Sun and Bergvine and Lucas really express themselves up forward and yes, know, just get into runs of to play that they want to get into. I hope is what we continue to see. Um, yeah. You know, it's been really exciting to see the play in and around the box. Um, yes, you know, specifically, you know, players I want to call out as being fantastic. Oliver Skip has been just so yeah. good. Um, mm-hmm. His his crossfield plays that you know really advance the ball almost from like a, a Toby-like aspect. you know what I'm saying, um, is one thing that I really like. Um, and then I also like to see Dele, uh, you know, playing around the box and, and really seeming like he's enjoying playing again.
0: Can, can we uh, side note real fast and talk about Dele, um and, yeah. and his preseason? Uh, he's been playing a lot different than we've ever seen him play. What are your thoughts on him kind of going box to box and, like, taking up more of the field. Do you think he's going to get that time in the season? And do you think, do you like it? What, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, I mean, Delhi came in as a prospect who was, you know, going to be the next generational England player. And mm-hmm. i kind of seeing him wilt. Until he flicked you know, off
0: for, air fire. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, he wilted for a few years, you know, and kind of lost uh, a lot of that step and respect and stuff. And um,
0: Yeah, definitely not respect.
1: I, I want to see, I like to see his attitude coming back into it. You know, he's like, I need to earn a spot on the team. You know, this is about That's, me. It's not about anyone else. And he's out there on the pitch. And, you know, I think he's playing well. You know, he's not being yeah. that lazy defender that, you know, he's, he's been in the past few years running box to box really suits him. You know, he's, yeah. he's getting in the full minutes too, you know, so it's not like That's,
0: that is a Nuno thing that he's told him to do this or that he's encouraged him to do this. Um, I think you're right. I think Deli not only lost respect, but I think he felt that and felt like a little bit ashamed, embarrassed, like last season when he was on the bench the whole time, not doing anything under Jose. Um, And I, I mean, at least from his own Instagram, it seemed like whenever there's off season or or like a a break or something like he's working out with Kyle Walker Peters specifically, but like, he's going like, and he's at that age where it's like, he's not, he's not son and Harry Kane's level. He's, you know, uh, four years younger and he needs to fucking push forward. Like this is not the time where you're like, I had a great career. I can go play. whatever. It's like, you gotta go create that. And so I, I think you're right. I I've seen, uh, a lot more from him, and hopefully he keeps that up.
1: Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, I think I think we're kind of in a weird spot, like we've been in for the past few years, though, where yes. midfield we are stacked. You know, mm-hmm. for, how, where does Delhi fit in into our yeah our our, our structure? You know, where does Indom fit in, or Loselso, and you know you yeah. have got so many players. Skip, you know, how Skip gonna get play time?
0: Yeah, you
1: know, when's Wink's gonna get traded? You know. It's, these are all hard <laughs> Fuck questions. Off. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Wings gets
0: the most playing time out of all of them. Consistent. Yeah. Um, but, yes, okay, let's talk about our midfield for a second. And just, like, coming back to this team, our transfers, our lack of transfers. Um, As Spurs for ever since I've been a Spurs fan, we don't bring enough people in. We bring in randoms. We don't know who they are. We might bring in, like, one good player. At, like, except as of late. So, I think for my whole life and our whole fandom, it's been like, what the fuck, where's the transfers? And then all of a sudden, we actually do have like a surplus of players. Like, and yeah. getting rid of the two players we've gotten rid of so far, I think was very smart, very timely, very professional. I think it was a good time for everyone. Um, whereas we've been trying to do this rebuild for two years now, it didn't happen instantly. If it were to happen instantly, that would have been, like, pretty harsh for a lot of players. Um, yeah. But, yeah, players like Lamella, like, where would he find himself on the field? Um, Toby, we'll talk about that. I mean, probably our best defender for the last two, three seasons, definitely last year. Um, yeah. And now we don't have that. What are your thoughts on I- our defense?
1: Um I mean, I support the Toby transfer. You know, he's getting on yep. up there in age. And even if, you know, he was, like, the bedrock of our defense for the past few years, like, getting value out of him at this point in his career is only beneficial for us. You know, we sold him for twice as much as we bought Delhi for. You know, if you want to put it and, into perspective.
0: And we sold, to my knowledge, I only read this online, so it might be wrong, but to my knowledge, uh, we sold Toby for more than what we got him for.
1: Oh, wow. Okay, yeah, I don't I even... I didn't see yeah. what our transfer fee was for him when we bought him. That, that's
0: what our, that's what our discord channel is going to be all for. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked to get things out of him. Um, that being said, we really need to finalize some of these defensive transfers that we're linked with like Romero or, um, you know, uh, other people. Um, otherwise we're going to be in that same situation that we're in last year where we don't have a defense. Yeah.
0: Well, and and for our listeners, this summer, this episode right now is like our summer catch up. So we're going to be jumping around. And with that being said, I do want to jump to Romero. What are your thoughts on him? Do you think he's worth it? I don't know if you've seen any highlights of him. Do you want him? We have other people in play. Is there are, are there any other names? Uh, what are your thoughts on uh on that guy?
1: Yeah, no, I mean Romero is the real deal, and Atalanta doesn't want to get rid of him for a reason. Um, I think we're. We've been linked to be pretty close to the deal. I think Atlanta wants 60 million and we've offered 50 million if I remember correctly. Um, which
0: what are your thoughts on the reality of number 1 every Tottenham contract that gets drawn up or we get to like receive from someone is the mm-hmm. most confusing contract ever. Like we didn't get uh Dibala because he has picture rights that we don't get rights to and now this guy is actually <laughs> a player on loan that Atlanta yeah. Has to buy or whatever, and then we then we buy them from him. Like, I why do we go to for these confusing contracts? That's my real question.
1: Uh, because you know, those are the players that Fabio Patricci wants, so you know, that's that's what okay. he's gonna go after, you know, okay. And I mean, that's what having... go on for him, obviously.
0: But yeah, but um, you want to take another sideways, another left turn, and just talk about signing of the summer. Fabio Patricio. Yeah. I don't know if I'm saying it right, but correct me if I am. If I'm not,
1: definitely, definitely um,
0: not. Yes, but easily the signing of the summer. What are your thoughts about him so far, and even just the the rumor mill that's been spinning?
1: Uh you know, it it's awkward to to get somebody from Juventus because, like, I am not a big supporter of Juventus' football. Um, either. but that being said, you know, uh, I like that he, you know. You know, kept things really close to the chest and doesn't want things to get out there. And you know, is uh, making making moves and you know, being kind of like uh, a standoff point for us and Levy. You know, so hopefully we can uh, make good transfers.
0: Yes, there we go. Make good transfers. Don't get eliminated. Make transfers um. good again. <laughs> um. All right, one thing I have to say about that with our transfers, our contracts, and our our dealings this summer, and this includes with Nuno, I've been very impressed. And I think it's been so good that 95 to 98% of the whole Tottenham community has all been head faked. I mean, number one with the Nuno one. Like, when they, with every single option, whether it was the dude from Ajax or this guy or that guy, they would talk about it for like weeks. Like, oh yeah, this might be it. This might be it. Nuno, it came up for about three hours. You texted me. I read it online. <laughs> By the time I read it online, it was like, Nuno is not the option. Like capital yeah. letters, not the option. I was pissed. You guys all laughed at me. And then, right. you know, three weeks later, he's our coach. Or, you know, a month and a half later, he's our coach. And <laughs> I personally think that that, was was levy was behind the scenes shit was actually tutnam doing the right thing um Mm. you know i'm a i'm an optimist you know i'm a homer so i always (laughs) going for my team my team over the media always even though it doesn't go that way all the time um (laughs) but yes so i think that was crazy and then you see it with these other players like brian gill came out of nowhere No one even heard of the guy, but he's apparently, you know, young Cruyff, next Messi, which they say about way too many people and is usually, like, the FIFA curse. Um, (laughs) So hopefully he's not the next Messi, but we'll take a young Cruyff. Um, But, yes, and so, like, with other players, I don't know what's going to happen with Romero, but I think we're going to get a five-star center back, if not two, um, and you won't see them coming. Uh, What are your thoughts about just, like, our, again our dealings this summer like with what what
1: I just said. No, yeah, I I agree. Um I except for the point that uh we were holding out on the media aspect for so long for Nuno. Um if we wanted I, Nuno early, I think we would have signed Nuno early, but you know.
0: No, I don't think just that we were holding out. I think more so we really wanted him. And when they said no, it was to like just like hide the trail. Like, we're not going this way. You know, like, throw a rock over there, you know. I
1: disagree completely. That's
0: Well, that's my thoughts, and when it comes out in a year and a half on the Amazon show, like...
1: There you go. You know, you know maybe. maybe hey, I'll, I'll buy you a beer. Um, I know we've also been linked with uh, Tamiasu. Um, yes.
0: Are your thoughts on him? Japan uh, killed somebody in the, in the Olympics. I'm,
1: I'm all, all for it. Um... Yeah. But I've also heard that Atalanta is now uh, going after him as a replacement for Romero. So,
0: I, you what? know, what? who knows?
1: <laughs> uh, you now, know, maybe now... we'll get Tom Yasu and then trade him for Romero and then, you know, be up. But <laughs> just to get into, you know, further crazy transfers. That sounds just like something. <laughs> yes. yeah. Everyone's so
0: excited for Tom Yasu for one day and then we trade him. <laughs>
1: Uh, that would be good, you know, um, yeah. as long as we can end up with somebody in the, the defense who's going to be... So my,
0: quest, my next question for basically. you, then, also thinking about whatever is going to do, I have no idea defensively. But do you think we need at least two more defenders? Like, if we get either one of those, Tommy also, or Christian, Christian Romero, do we need, need someone else? Need?
1: No. What I like it? Yes. Um,
0: would it be Dyer, Tomiyasu, I mean, Dyer, and Romero, Sanchez? You know what? Sanchez. Yeah, I mean, it will be for some matches. It's a long season, right?
1: Yeah. Um, I would say if we want Tottenham to try and fight for the yeah, league four, without yes, the league, yeah, not yeah. not top four, just league. I think if we can we bring as many, <laughs> as many players as possible when we don't have. Uh, Champions League or Europa League to to be a distraction, you know that I would say that's why I greedily want to get to top tier defenders this year. Um, yeah.
0: Yes. No. This is a, this is a special season for us in the last five years because we've been doing so good, and I mean we really have been in a rebuild. But this is that season where we have the most opportunity. I mean, like unless they do something really stupid and focus on this Confederation Cup bullshit conference, if they do that and they don't just send, you know, Dane Scarlett, you know, if they send Harry Kane and Hugo Lloris and and Hoybeer to play every minute of the fucking season, you know, if they do some stupid shit like that, then, you know, we're out of it. But this season is a very special season. We have the opportunity to focus on the league. I mean, yeah, it's, it's very exciting. And I agree. We, I mean, we definitely need at least two defenders coming in. I mean, and yeah. Ryan Sesenyon coming back, we got some people thankfully, but yeah, we need a, a tiny bit of rotation. And it's like it doesn't matter if it's Sesenyon or Regulon; they they are both going to do the same job or the right job, you know. Like, or if it's it's right. Darty or or Tangenga. But I think I think we do need two center backs. Center back sounds very empty. I mean, it's just Sanchez and Dyer and right and Cameron Carter-Vickers, who's I think just went out on loan today or something. Uh, no, who was three. calling for it? I don't know. They might have just been calling for it. Troy Troy Parrot went on loan today to uh, uh, MK Don. On today, um, damn, I'm thinking there was another one. But yeah, Troy Parrot to MK Don's. Um, how do you feel about like him going out and uh Scarlet staying? Holy,
1: it um feels like we're grooming Parrot for a transfer.
0: Ooh, I feel like his career is grooming him for a transfer. I mean, yeah. unfortunately, like, he's been injured a few times, and unless he pops off like Harry Kane or some shit like that. Yeah.
1: You know, and Spurs it, is the place to do it, but... It just a, it feels like like grooming him for a transfer and, and having Scarlett be the long-term replacement for Kane. I mean, <clears throat> Dane
0: Scarlett is the truth. Can we take a second and just talk about this, kid? <laughs> like, I am sorry, fucking Troy Parrott. We all believed in you and still do, um, but... Alright, Dane Scarlett appreciate Dane Scarlet Appreciation Moment. Did you hear the fucking interview with him and Alfie Whiteman and Skip?
1: I I did not. Is that where mm-hmm. he talked about Kane being his idol? And god, bro,
0: they, oh my god. He was like, he was like, who's your who's your soccer idol? He goes, Harry Kane.
1: There yeah. wasn't a second
0: in between. And then he was <laughs> like, he was like Kane, Kane. And he was like, and Ronaldo. And they're like, which Ronaldo? And he was like, number nine, like haircut Ronaldo. Like, Harry <laughs>
1: It's like, this kid is the truth. He missed an all, though. We all know that. Hey, Sonny's probably up there, too. (laughs) Uh, They also asked
0: him, they asked him, um, if you could, because it's a box of questions, and it's random questions, Mm -hmm. and it's like, if you could go back in time to any time, when would it be? No pause in between, he says, to my debut, to my first touch, so I could do that better. He, it's like it's like everyone else is talking about the Middle Ages and going back to, like, Egypt <laughs> and shit. And he's like, to my first touch. There uh, go. This is the truth, bro. Oh, my gosh. I mean, hopefully... I'm, I'm excited point. for that. Yes. yes.
1: But um, I think also kind of what that signals is that Harry Kane's not going to go anywhere this year. I pray that we can take a moment of silence for that one.
0: <laughs> Cheers,
1: <laughs> But I will I mean, say, I I don't think Kane's going anywhere this year. Um, there's he's yeah, not officially put, put in money. a transfer request. Yeah. Say what?
0: Yeah. So I'll put money on that also. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No transfer request. You know, officially put in. He's uh, been linked a lot to City, but also, you know, there's not been any credible news source on that. You know, it's been like and he
0: literally came out the next day and was like, "There's no way we'd pay that for him." <laughs> yeah. And it's yeah. literally, we we. Jokingly mentioned a few times already, but it's literally the media. Just I don't know if they do it with other teams. I don't think they do. There might be some teams, but I don't think they do. Spurs is just like everything is like, lies and against you. <laughs> yeah, it feels that way sometimes. Uh, it's but sometimes, yeah.
1: So, but yeah, I, I think if we're getting rid of Kane and and we're not trading him for another, you know, top tier striker, you're not gonna send out your. You know, young talent on loan. So I, I think it's a yeah. signal that Kane stays, and that that's a, that's a good. You're be. so much
0: Parrot going on loan.
1: Yeah, I yeah. think Toy Parrot's loan signals Kane stays, in that Toy yeah. Parrot's not our long-term solution. Mm. Well, but I we'll think Dane Scarlett see. is.
0: We'll, we'll Yeah, <laughs> but Dane Scarlett's younger. It's like he doesn't need to be in first-team play every game, whereas Parrot's a little bit older, and he needs to be getting first-team minutes Um, and unfortunately he went on loan last year but didn't get that through injury and he went to two different teams like that's never easy um but yes okay so we've talked about Nuno we've kind of talked about our defensive transfers um let's let's jump into Brian Gill coming in and Coco leaving first let's start with Brian Gill what are your thoughts I think it's like I think we're saying his name wrong also because I think it's like Spanish. So yeah, it's like, I,
1: I, I was ready for it. mispronouncing this for the rest of his time at Tottenham. Oh, so, his name um, is
0: Gilly. I'm putting that on fact right now. His name <laughs> is Gilly. it's already British yes. enough. Um, so his name is Gilly.
1: And uh, watching his highlights, the kid looks phenomenal, and I'm excited. Um, yes. And I um, was never the biggest Coco fan. Um, in terms not, of his ninety-minute quality, like he was one of our best. Of sure,
0: and for sure. Coming off
1: the bench with heart, and I appreciate that. And you know, I I I, I always love his time, but I, I want to see us get more, you know, more talent. And you know, I, I I'm happy with the transfer.
0: I mean, I think when you talk about maybe you know our our new man, uh, our new Italian man. Behind the helm, um, and basically what Tottenham have been doing in the offseason. Um, I think that's a great move, as I was saying, like with Toby and Coco leaving, I think it was a very professional time. I'm happy that we kept them for as long as we did, but uh, they're both losing a step, you know, Coco might not be there for 90 minutes. And we bring in what almost looks like a young Coco. Like, if you probably look at Coco's, like, graduation picture, he looks just like Pride Gill. <laughs> um, but, you know, bringing in this young talent and, I mean, that's how good, you know, team management should be working. And for Spurs, for us, we've had the same team for six years. And finally, some of them are getting to the much level where it's kind of time for them to go. And I think Spurs did it really well and I think it was a great move to bring uh Brian Gillen. Um yeah, I'm, always, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Transfer. Yeah, I think that was a great move. You you can't always, like it might be something where it's kinda like uh you know, Stevie Stevie B, you know, it might take him a season or a half a season, but he might come in just like blunt guns blazing, and that's what you hope for with young players. Like you got to bring in people who need to prove something, and if you're the best person uh, in training, you should be on the pitch, you know. And then if you get on the pitch, you know, fucking prove it. And so let's let's hope that that's the case with this kid.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm excited. I, I think it'll be a good transfer long term. Yep. How do how do you feel about uh, Golini? <laughs> um. Well, are you just there for his SoundCloud rap league? Like?
0: I think we need to make him, like, like the most... Like, he needs to be our Joe Biden of memes. Like, there needs to be the most gangster memes of him. Like, every picture of him needs to just have a very funny, gangster-ass meme. Like, I don't know if I sent you the one that was already made, but it's just, like, the first picture of him in Tottenham. And it's just like, yo, fuck Arsenal. Like, it's just, like, all oh, shit. Perfect. <laughs> it is so funny. It's like, I just think we need to, like, that needs to be its own category. We're going to do it on our Twitch page. Um, but so that's my first and main thought about him.
1: The Galini <laughs> meme of the week?
0: Yes, exactly. Galini <laughs> go hard, like. <laughs> <laughs> um. But, yeah, so other than that, I think he might be good. I mean, Atalanta did good last year in Serie A. He was their main keeper. He's young. He's down to stand behind Hugo Lloris um, yeah. for at least a season and really learn. He said, you know, respects Hugo as any goalkeeper should. Um, but he's not coming here like looking to fucking play. He's kind of like what we did with Joe Hart, but instead yeah. of it being a keeper leaving, <laughs> it's a young keeper. So yeah, you know, we'll see how good he actually is. I heard like du- like I was listening to reports about him that he's like bad in the air. Like bad like punching out uh balls and stuff saw, like that. I saw a
1: couple of highlights that look good, but you know how highlights are, it may not be uh, they, only, they should only yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but oh, you know, yeah, hopefully he comes in and you know, he can be a long term replacement for Hugo. Um, you know, yeah. in the, the sad day when Hugo leaves, yes, um,
0: it might be sooner than we know. Um, uh, and we'll see what happens with Galini. And I mean, with this conference cup or whatever, we can play him in that. In other things, yeah. we can play him in that. Um, my one thought is I actually like Alfie Whiteman. Or Alfie yeah. Whiteman. I think right he's been playing good, and I've heard him talk a few times. I, he's been at Spurs forever. I, I mean, those are all great qualities. It
1: was really nice to see him not crumble after giving up the penalty in uh, yes. the preseason game.
0: Oh, my gosh. Was, yes. Perfect call-out. Yeah. Yes.
1: You want to no, see that, from especially from a young player, to, to not yes. take that, that error and let it drag you down, right? So that's and promising as the, well.
0: in his defense, it's only a slight error because as yeah. a keeper, you have to be coming for that ball. Like, yeah. you missed it or, like, the, the forward got there first, but you can't stay in your box. I need a keeper who's going to fucking fly at the fucking ball and let this forward know. Then I'm coming. You know? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's what I like to see. And especially from a young keeper, just as you said. Um, And then he stood tall and fucking
1: did his thing, baby. Yeah. It was good stuff. All right. I want to pivot to the most important summer news of all time. Okay. Sonny signed a new contract. Damn right, your boy. To 2025. Come
0: on, Sonny. Come on, son. 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 Come on, Come on son. Son. Let's, let's, have
1: another, let's
0: have another one. What,
1: boy. Four. Yeah, you got four more years. But all of the all of his media response after it just talked about how much he loves being at the club, how he wants to, most importantly, wants to win at Tottenham. Year. Yes, you know he doesn't want to win trophies. He wants to win trophies yeah. at Tottenham. Yeah, and talks about you know how much he loves the fans and how he wants to do everything for the fans can't be happier with the kid my favorite player by far his energy is too good and exactly what our team needs especially now
0: yes especially now and one thing i was thinking about today about just our squad and how we're kind of like transitioning into this squad and i love Nuno at the helm of this personally like if it's not Poch, like that's my guy
1: but uh
0: (laughs) like in the 2016 team you know we've basically had that team since and some people have dropped off and on that team there were basically like two generations there was like an older generation Musa, Dembele even Hugo Lloris you know Jan Vertonghen um and then there's like the younger ones who are filling in and playing great fucking Delhi, uh Kane you know these other players um and now we're kind of transitioning to where that younger team is now our older team which is good because yeah. now there are fucking like helm, which is Sonny, fucking uh Deli now. Deli's getting into the older mature age, hopefully. Uh Harry Kane obviously. And hopefully Kane stays for those reasons. Like now this is his yeah. team. Like now he wears the captain band whenever he goes out, you know, like um and so I'm very excited for that. Very excited for Sonny and him signing that. I think as I think that's a sign another sign for Kane
1: to hopefully stay. Um, um, I hope so. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, not even from personal reasons, like want Kane to stay, just because I think that, you know, if you're a player that wants to go on and win trophies, if you just yeah. go to the team that has all of the money and all of the best players, that trophy means nothing. Whereas you stay with your hometown team, you know, and you put in those years, no, know, that's, like, that's, what, that's, a, that's a legend, you know. I mean, that's like, that's. Yeah, you don't talk about Harry Kane winning at City 30 years from now. You know, you talk about that time that City bought a trophy. You know, Harry Kane wins at at Tottenham. You talk about Harry Kane for the rest of your life.
0: Yeah, and the journey that he created, you know, his first goals at Spurs, you know, him getting loaned to other teams and coming back. And yeah, I fully 100% agree with you. And I mean, that's half the reason, probably more than half the reason I'm a Spurs fan is because yeah. we're like the one team that fights at the top levels that is a homegrown team that really appreciates taking their own players and having a small community and fan base that even online, even across the whole world, our fan base is like a little family. There's not yeah. much of us, you know, and we all appreciate each other, you know, and it's it's a lot of fun. And I hopefully, you know, at, Carrie Kane seems like a person who gets that, which is hard to find in millionaire athletes, you know. But but he does seem like one. And so hopefully it's the truth, at least for one more season. Come on, Eric.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh. So what's next year looking like for us? What are we doing? What's what's the All plan? All right.
0: So yeah, so next year we do need to talk about that. Next year we're hoping to upgrade a lot. We've been doing a lot in this past season. It was only just a podcast, a few t-shirts. <laughs> But yeah. a lot of a lot of fans, a lot of listeners, we appreciate everyone. And it's grown a lot. Um most of our presence has been on Instagram. We're gonna keep that up, keep that strong. But we also want to go to YouTube, Twitch, Discord, um, Matt, if you could tell us a little bit more about like, you know, what we could do on some of those channels with people. Um, because these are our goals for next year. Really open up the community, open up the conversation, especially our American TunaM fans, but really everyone. Spurs all over, let's go, you know, but what are you thinking for next year? What can we do?
1: Yeah. So we've been exploring the ideas of uh, taking this podcast and still doing it, you know, the same way, Um, but doing a visual medium on, on YouTube. Right. So we'll record it. um, You know, you get to see our lovely faces and, you know, maybe come on sometime, you know, if you're, if you're, you know, super cool. That is definitely Uh,
0: cool. That is definitely cool. We would love to have a live portion, but that'll probably come a little bit later but a live portion and having people, you know, come on and give their opinion and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. But so so most likely, you know, looking towards going to a weekly schedule for the podcast, both to come out wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube as well, visually, and then expanding, you know, our discord presence and getting people into our, our chat room and, you know, sharing (laughs) Tottenham things, talking Tottenham, you know, and, you know, whatever other things you want to talk about, you know, to, you know, like, like noah said we're all family right so um really just building a community um and then as far as Twitch, like noah was saying you know maybe going into apart from the podcast like just getting together with you know fans of the show and fans of tottenham and just you know doing like a little bit of you know just whatever you want to talk about whatever news you got you know and and just discussing things live and and helping build that community
0: yeah, because we always want to know what's what's up. And I know, I get most of my stuff from Instagram, from the Facebook community. Um, and, yeah, just opening up that conversation and really expanding it in America, again, is, is one of the main goals, but everywhere. Um, so, yeah, we want to hear from a lot of people. One goal that we haven't really done yet, this this has been a goal from the beginning, is to go out to other um spurs uh supporters groups all over i know there's a lot in virginia there's definitely a lot in california um i plan on making this is another big thing i plan on making i'm in the process of making the long beach spurs for all the southern californians um if you're a little bit far but you're still in la like definitely come out um i know there's like an orange county spurs i'm pretty sure but everyone you know what we're gonna link with everyone that's the goal talk to them you know we love to hear how people became spurs fans that's one of my favorite questions um so yeah we really want to expand this conversation keep it going um you know it's something that yeah i mean we we, we have
1: talked about we have talked about like going out and just expanding our local area to the best we can um yeah and like say going up to like richmond or you know down to like raleigh or for you going like maybe up to like san francisco or whatever we can manage um san diego this this upcoming year yeah
0: talking to (laughs) Oh. <laughs> just local
1: sports clubs, you know, and and meeting people and really trying to spread things. Um, yeah, so that's those are you know part of our our future plans. Yep.
0: No, it's a lot of fun, and then we also do have new little products coming out, and we'll get all these different things out—stickers, you know, all these different things. Um, but that will come with time, and we're really just excited. I personally am very excited for next season for the Yankee Yids, but then also for Spurs. It's an exciting. This is, I I feel like this is more of the rebuilding stage than any moment before. I don't know what the Jose era was. I mean, it was very just Jose Mourinho esque. (laughs) But but to me, this is the real rebuild.
1: Yeah. You know, it's hope.
0: Yeah. Um, So, one last hope and prayer before we go is Harry Kane, staying with us. Come on, Levy. We know you're listening. So, Harry. I'll uh, put money on him. Well, I'll just take my money when he stays. When we win the title, he stays, I'll put that money on us winning the league. There we go. Nice. I like
1: it. Good optimism.
0: Always. And with that <laughs> being said, I want to thank everyone for joining us. We'll be back again, hopefully, before the season starts um, to talk about Man City and what we got coming, hopefully some, tr- some more transfers. Um, with all that being said, last but not least, come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. All right, guys. So we forgot to mention something. We recorded it after.
1: Here it is. So what do you think about the Awake kit? The new one. Love it. No, it's great. Everyone hates it. I love it. I'm buying one. Get over it. You said it way Leave better it. off
0: camera. Say it one more time.
1: <laughs> you got to get the whole question again so you can edit it better.
0: Wait, we, ha- we have a special... Yes. Also for these three seconds, our friend Alex, how many away kits are you going to Uh, I mean, realistically, uh, mainly because still got my boy Lucas there. Got to get his jersey. Uh, got to rebuy a new sun kit because uh, I mean, a that's my son. plan. And then, uh, I don't know, probably going to pick out a third one to get for uh,
1: whoever's my, my new fancy in the transfer window. I got it. I got the one I'm getting. It's going to be Skip. Oh, oh Skip.
0: Dang. Crazy call out. Yo, I'm getting Gino Luigi on the back of mine. <laughs> Waluigi. <laughs> we have to skip Luigi. Um yeah, so that's our opinion, guys. We forgot to add this in the in the podcast, but we're adding it now. After come on you Spurs, because we all agree that our away kit is lit. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, right. that's that that's without question. Yeah. There we go. We got three lits. We'll get your opinion in all the comments. We know it's going to be great. (laughs) Come on, you Spurs. Tip-top, Tottenham
1: Hotspurs. The greatest team of the year. Tip-top, Tottenham Hotspurs. Raise your glasses
0: and give them a cheer.